So imagine for a moment if every time you went to eat a steak, you had to choke it first. <laughs> Why do I think that's funny and nobody else thinks that's funny? <laughs> Grandpa choke. had to just like bleed it out, like slit its throat. No, oh, choke it. Oh. Like what if, what if when you went to eat, what if you had to kill your food before you ate it? Like we live in a society right now where our food is ready for us, prepackaged. Yeah. But what if you had to... Strangle it. Strangulate yeah, it. Strangle it. <laughs> Yeah, what what if you are, maybe not strangle, but what if you had to kill the cow before your meal? Yeah. Like, that'd be a lot of work, wouldn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen cows, well, I used to work at a That's slaughterhouse. That's you would become a vegetarian. It for is a little so bit. much easier But then you have to strangle to the tree before plants. you eat it. We well, don't eat tree. Well, you eat the fruit the off the cow trees. And then hurt the I cow. eat fish, and I catch the fish and help strangle them. fillet it, yeah. You strangle them? Do you cut their I'll head off first and then fillet them? No, my mom. You fillet them alive? My mom. <gasps> what? See, my grandpa taught me to cut the head off first and then fillet it. That are just, I remember I used to like you hit their It's ham. harder. It's harder to fillet them. How's it harder to fillet them when they're dead? It's just the way you hold them. It's harder to fillet something. Have you ever, I guess you've filleted a live animal before. Not me, my my mom and dad. And then I, I cut the, I cut the piece of meat off of the, it, it's, it's hard to explain how we, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, we'll talk more about animals and how they kill their prey a little bit later. But uh, I want to welcome you to TDI Live, episode 38. I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. I'm Heather. I'm Stephanie. And you're listening to Tide Out Iguana's official podcast, TDI Live. It's a Monday kind of feeling on a Tuesday afternoon. I can hear Wednesday calling, but then Thursday comes too soon. And by Friday, I'm ready for a Saturday affair. Because on Sunday, I'll be happy. The afternoon. So, what in the world is new in the world of Tide Iguana in the last seven days? Well, it's been a weird ride. I think we're, you know, we're all in this together. We're obviously going through, you know, something that nobody that I'm aware of has ever gone through in their life, unless you're like an old hundred-year-old guy that went through the Spanish flu. This is uh, pretty new stuff. It's it's nowhere near the Spanish flu. (laughs) Well, no. But, you know, the time of the Spanish flu, too, I mean, medicine was very different. Right. That was, I think, 1718. 1917, 1918-ish area. So, but yeah, what's new in the world of tie-dye? Well, we're still chugging along. We, um, a couple weeks ago, I said that we weren't going to be getting, we weren't going to be getting any more new product. Uh, That was a lie. We've actually gotten some new product and we have more coming. So, let's see, this last week, uh, we started by getting three new sets of Aquion tanks. Yeah, the rimless. We got the rimless, the frameless. And the edgelet. And the edgelet yep. was a new item from Global Pet Expo. If you guys watched our Global Pet Expo video, yep. um, you would have seen that. They are super cool. They've got LEDs down in the base of the tank, and they illuminate up through the glass. Yep. They are badass. Yep. Um, the rimless and the frameless, I'm not actually sure the difference on those. Do you know? I'd one have has to, no they're, rim, they're one all has in no the frame. box. I'd have to yeah. almost open a one. But basically, it's just, you one just has don't no have rim, a... One has yeah, no just, frame. There's no plastic yeah. frame. What's the difference between a rim and a f- frame? I guess it's flame. supposed to be more <laughs> aesthetic looking and stuff like that. But um, they're all very reasonably priced. The biggest one we have is a 14-gallon frameless, and uh, it retails for 80 bucks. Yeah. So, And they go all the way down to one-gallon tanks, which is kind of cool for like yep. shrimp and whatnot. Um, so let's see. Last week, what else was new? We had all the tanks come in. Um, help me here, Miss Stephanie. Do you remember? Um, 
There's a new roach food by Flukers. It's just a larger container of roach food. Yeah. And there was one other. There was a new creatures feeder. It was the little like blocks, the creatures blocks. Oh, yeah. it's, it's like a, in a. It's like a. Um, that's the one that sat over like here. Like the beetle yeah. jelly. Yeah. No, it's like it's like a vacation gel. feeder for your bugs. Oh. If that okay. makes sense. Think of like a vacation yeah. feeder for your fish. Yeah. Um, but our shrimp end cap is going to be delivered here sometime between today and Friday. So I got to do a little more rearranging out there, but we're going to have our shrimp end cap installed and we will have shrimp in stock next week. So that's cool. Hmm. So all the products coming in along with our uh, display tank that will have the shrimp in for sale. So the shrimp will not be for sale in our big aquarium systems. They just don't work in there. Yeah. They'll be in a little shrimp tank. Um, we did clear out uh, several fluval products this week. Um, the fluval specs are being cleared out. Nothing's wrong with them. We just needed to clear them out to make room for the, uh, the shrimp end cap. So if you've had your eye on a fluval spec, now is the time to get it. They are priced very low. Um, they're at cost, and uh, some of them are below cost. And, and we're not you have get them again. one, the Ebby, which is basically yeah. a shrimp setup. It's basically, yeah, it's basically the Fluval Spec 2.6 yep. converter for shrimp is what it is. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're cool tanks. I know the staff is kind of sad to see them go, but at the end of the day, I just don't support the Fluval brand, yeah. brand like I used to. Yeah. I can't talk. <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, no, I mean, like, it's, yeah, and it's, Hagen as a parent company is ridiculous. I placed an order with them last Thursday, and it was a tiny order. It was one pallet, and they still haven't shipped it. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, and I reach out to the sales rep, and he's like, well, we're just, you know, we're short-staffed. We're busy. It's this coronavirus. I'm like, dude. I've been working with you guys for 14 years, and you've had a problem every single week for 14 years. There's always some excuse. There's always a different excuse. Yeah, it's always a different excuse. There's snow on the ground. It's July. You know, we're on a union break. You know, it's just like, it's ignorant. So, you know what I say to you, Hagen? We also discontinued all those plants. Yeah, all more Hagen product. We are discontinuing as much Hagen product as humanly possible. We will carry as little Hagen product as we are able to. And um, if anybody from Hagen is listening, you are welcome. You deserve it. And Eddie, can uh, you sing us the song? Yeah, how does it go? <laughs> You're welcome. That's it? Is that the only words in the song? No. I, I can't think of the whole song. You know the whole song. We just <laughs> no, went through this a week ago. You said you didn't remember, and I got you. I got you to say it. How does it start? It says uh, something, something, something. You're welcome. <laughs> no, I'm not singing on the podcast. Do it, Heather. No. Do it. No. You're welcome. <laughs> something, something, like something. You're welcome. I think the words go. What can I say except you're welcome <laughs> for the wonderful world you know. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank so you, Heather. So you're welcome for actually singing on yes. the podcast. Yes. I've been trying to get Heather to call me before I go to bed and sing me to sleep with that song, and she won't do it yet. No. One night. One night I'm going to be laying my head on my pillow. And my phone's going to ring, and I'm going to say, hello, this is Matt. I'm just going to play the song. I want to hear you sing On my it. TV. I'm going to put, bring I, the... I want you to play it through your mouth. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so what else is new in TDI? Um, we do have some new product, other new product coming this week. We have the Seachem aquascaping tools coming in. Um, we discontinued the Hagen aquascaping tools, so more Hagen skews to the graveyard. And... Um, then the, they just released a um, polishing pad, filter pad, Seachem for their title filters. So that's coming in. Um, in the last week, let's see, we did the Carlisle Lake install. That was awesome. That was a lot of work. That's a fun yeah. YouTube video to go watch. Yeah, yeah. Heather shot Super it. Cute. Yeah. What's the video called? Do you remember? It's uh, it's the, the last episode of Let's Spy on Tie-Dye. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's Carlisle. It's Carlisle. Yeah. yeah, it's Carlisle mm-hmm. Visitor Center. Just go to our YouTube channel. Install. Yeah. Watch them. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, we put a new aquarium in, and then we modified and cleaned up their turtle tank, although I think we're going to go back out and do a little bit more to the turtle tank. Um, Eric has some ideas that he wants to do to it. Yeah, the turtle tank has had nothing done to it since I installed it. Yeah. So we're going to come up with something new to do to it. But, uh, but yeah, if you go out to Carlisle Lake Visitor Center and look at their aquarium, the, that is the efforts of the team at Tie-Dye. So it was, let's see, Eric, Jenny, Tyler, Heather, Bill, and myself and uh well i just recorded yeah but you were there for moral support <laughs> I, th I think it went overall well i don't think we hit any snags i mean moving no. that tank was a monstrosity you were getting the, the big the one out because it was i mean that glass was about an inch thick yeah moving the old tank was terrible the new tank was easy two people moved that yeah, yeah. the old one dear god yeah, yeah. that was a mess so oh, i was so pissed I, off I noticed when i got back I was going to ask you, Monday when I came in, I noticed it was gone, so apparently mm -hmm. we, you, you sold the old one. Yeah, I put it out for 150 bucks. It, like, and sold the same day. Yeah, it went to um, some guys that were affiliated with or owned Reef Monsters, I guess. Oh. And uh, the guy said that he collected monster fish, and I mean, that was a huge tank, so he's going to put a, a monster, monster fish. in <laughs> Yeah. Huh. Put a Loch Ness monster in there. Yeah, but Reef apparently monsters. he had, like, just lost, like, his entire collection because yeah. of some water... If it, I wonder if it's the same because the there's a gal that works at Walmart and the Sporting Goods, and I think she's part owner in that. Yeah. I think her husband owns that. Well, Re either way, we got it out of here the same day, which was good because yeah. it was very well, and it was set up for a sump and all yeah. that, and a lot of people, you know, run sumps on their saltwater tanks yeah. and stuff. So, so either way, it was a lot of fun. So last week, um, last week was a challenging week. We all got through it. We had a lot of uh, moving parts going on at Tie Dye. Um, it was busy, you know, a lot going on. So cool. Anything else going on new in the world of tie dye? I might've missed guys that you can think of. Mm, we got some new baby bloods in. Yeah. We're getting more animals this week, probably Thursday, Friday, our um, Jack Friday. Our Jackson's chameleon. Uh, she, oh, yeah. she, she exploded. She exploded. Literally. We walked out there and there was blood and guts all over the yeah. no. Little alien little baby. Alien little babies. xenomorph. How many babies did she have? 16. Yeah. So 16 baby Jacksons, which we'll put those out for sale in probably about a week or so. We're going to give them a little bit of time to get better acclimated. And uh, are they doing okay? I think they are. Do you are. know how they're doing, Chelsea? Are they eating? Um, I've seen a few of them eat. yeah. They were eating the other day. Heather went out and videoed Baby them. Jacksons are tricky. Yeah. They do generally pretty terrible for us. <laughs> but yeah. we'll the see. These ones were born here. here. Yeah. yeah. And well, they're live so birth. So far, yeah. I mean, they've been eating and... They're very active whenever I walk past the tank. And none of them yeah. look bad. So Remember watch... we had some doing really good at one point, and somebody turned a heat lamp on them and oh, killed yeah. them. Who was that? Sean. Was that Sean? Yes. Yeah. Oh, freaking that's Sean. That's when Sean and his daughter used to come up and buy, buy I remember off. that, yeah. We had the heat lamp turned off, and he's like, oh, someone thing. left this light off. I better yeah. turn it on. And killed Cooked them all. Mm -hmm. yep. Oh, Sean. Sean, if you're listening to this, we appreciate you not coming around. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Sean. We love you. Yes, we do. All right, so let's move on. Reptile industry news. Heather, what have you got for us? Oh, I was like, I thought you were going to... I was just going to fart over you. Oh, okay. So well... you guys can't see this, but I have a fart gun, and Bill has like a fart. What is that? It's a handheld fart, fart meter. Well, mine's a handheld fart gun. Flarp noisemaker. <laughs> a flarp try me i'll try you press button for sound press button. six awful sounds with clip so you can hang it on your belt yep this one doesn't have a belt clip but it has a trigger ages six plus Look, it's, it's got this little thing right here so i can hold it <laughs> come on heather we're waiting reptile no i'm waiting for you guys to be quiet 
Okay, they are developing tarantula, tarantula venom into pain medication. You'll laugh at Anti-diarrhea medicine from tarantula actually, venom. Actually, actually, right. no, they want to try to develop it um, into a medicine that can replace, uh, like, um, opioids. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, they want huh. to... I've heard him doing that with dart frogs, too. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so the opioids, they're, they're, what they don't like about that is the side effects. They're very that that, that include nausea, constipation, and, and the risk... fucking addiction. And the risk Jesus. of addiction. Yeah, yeah, the last one is the risk of addiction. Yeah, the, the opioid epidemic, I mean, that's a whole other animal. We don't need to get into that. Yeah. So tarantula venom, is there a... Is it tarantula or spider venom? Uh, it says... It says it says both spider. Yeah. Well, this says in general spider, but down here it says she developed a novel tarantula venom <laughs> okay. mini protein hmm. that can relieve severe pain without causing addiction. Does so. it say what species they're working with? Um, it said Chinese bird spider venom. Chilobrachis. I don't know. You tell me, Bill. You're the yeah. You're it the Latin person over here. The Latin language. Oh, no. Connoisseur. Yeah, it's the Chinese bird spider, and so, maybe a type of tarantula. Instead of exactly. opioids, what you're going to do is you're going to get a pet tarantula and let it no, bite you. No, you got to turn, you got to process gonna, the venom into something. Yeah, you silly. get an Indian ornamental, and you stick your hand in the cage every time you're in pain, and then you're no longer in pain because you're thinking about this damn tarantula bite. Yeah. No, which no. it's like my knee doesn't hurt anymore because I've been bit in the arm. Good idea. No. I like it. They they're uh, doing. It, uh, medicine work with copperhead venom as well. Really? Is there anything else on that article, Heather? It says they've they've successfully done this with mice. So. They used mouse venom. No, they <laughs> tested it in mice. Like oh, so that the pain so that the tarantula eat the mouse but and the mouse stopped the moving. Mouse was in pain because <laughs> the mouse didn't move. It was no well. I'm sure they've got I like would... monitors. They I fed a mouse monitor. to our pixie frog last week. Did you get to see that? No, what? you didn't do it when I was. I know we have recording. to video it next time. It was awesome. That pixie frog is giant that we had. I know. It's and Jenny's feeding it roaches, so and I'm like, I'm like back up, amateur. Let me show you something really cool. <laughs> I grabbed a hopper and threw it in there, and oh, it was so great. Oh we, yeah. yeah, if you we could see it if we did a video of that we wouldn't be able to. Yeah, YouTube would flag it. Yeah, they would. That's all right. Yeah. It's like <laughs> a Savannah monitor one. Yeah. Yeah, we have. If you go into our YouTube channel and go to our earliest videos, we have a video. God, it's old. I don't know, 2013, 2012, and um, it's no, me feeding. Is older than that? Oh, no, yeah. Because, oh, yeah. I think it's the first year being like open. 2010. It was before I even Well, I have it. a video yeah. of me feeding a rat to our Savannah monitor, and Landon's like three or four years old in the background. And you hear... <laughs> oh, it's so sad. great. It's yeah. sad. It's sad. All you hear is him talking, and he says, I'm sad for him. I'm sad for that guy. He's crying. He's crying. And you hear the rat. It's like, ah! And the monitor's like slamming its head into the side of the cage and just demolishing it. And it's like, I'm sad for that guy. And uh, we got a lot of hate on that video, but it is so funny. Well, we fed the the other stuff to the, the, uh, the toads. Yeah, we gave yeah. the, uh, the Bufo Alvarius. We gave him a rat pinky and they played tug of war with it. And I had yeah. a jazz music playing in the background. Yeah, so go to our... How would they do that? Do they just go to YouTube and just go all the way oldest, back? They would have to go to our videos, videos and first. sort by they, oldest first. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And um, they're age restricted, I guess. Yeah, they are. But uh, that's because y'all cuss so much. No, they're age restricted cuss. because of I've the never cussed. live feeding. Define cuss. What's in that cup right there? 
Bloody Mary. I'm imagining I'm on the beach right now. <laughs> yeah, those... Got my beach hat. I got she my is. beach shirt. I got my Bloody Mary. Those of you that are watching this live, <laughs> Stephanie's jonesing for the beach, so. You know, I've seen that they opened that beach, and then all those people, like, flooded on the beach, and the, the, they're like, the beach was never closed. <laughs> but I guess everybody thought it was closed. I thought the beaches were closed. I, that's... Clearwater Beach is supposedly going to open up in two days, and I'll tell you what, if it does, I'm not going to be here next week, guys. Yeah. You're on your own. I'm going to Florida. Y'all got to do the podcast yeah. alone. It's... Yeah, I'll call in. I'll be a, a call-in... Zoom podcast. <laughs> hmm. I can order some stuff so that I can do that. Call in and do it on the phone. That'd be great. What's our next topic? Oh, I don't know. What are we oh. even talking about? Going to the beach? Yeah. So, yeah. So, if you're in pain, get bit by a spider and you'll no longer think about the pain. All right. Reptile myth and debate. Constrictors asphyxiate. Is that how you pronounce it? Asphyxiate their prey. So, is this true or false? It's false. What? They squeeze them. Yeah, but they, they, don't almost... die. they don't die by asphyxiation. Then how do they die? They don't suffocate. Because I've seen like, them stop being... breathing. Yeah. Heather, enlighten me. All right. It turns out they actually kill by halting blood flow. The, the halt, c- blood. You shall not pass. To the lungs and to the brain and to the heart. Yeah. It All right, stops, next topic. It, no, it stops their <laughs> circulation. So most people think that uh, when they, when they um, squeeze and choke their prey, they, they just cut off the air and they lose their breath. I choke and... out every meal before I eat it. I do. Haven't you ever seen me eat over here? Yeah. I choke it out first. Uh-huh. Yep. I do. I choke out the chicken. <laughs> I choke the chicken before I eat it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I do. I'm going to eat chicken for lunch today, and I'm going to choke it first. Okay, I'm going to watch you do this. You're going to watch me oh, choke my chicken yes. before I eat it? Yes. Sounds like a party. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie's over here just like, what? <laughs> Stephanie's selling admission. <laughs> She's like, who else wants to watch? Um, okay, so I, I didn't know that. I thought, I like watching a snake constrict its prey, you know, it constricts, gets a little tighter, gets a little tighter, the animal's breathing becomes shallower and shallower, and then it stops. So you're saying that it's blood flow that stops, not oxygen flow. Right, it's basically just... It... So what about when the pixie frog ate the mouse? Well, what did that, that? that's a little different because it's not constricting it. It's constricting it? it with its stomach. No, that's the cu- suffocating it with its stomach. Think oh, about it. It's not I am. It's not like wrapping around it and squeezing. Its stomach isn't engulfing it in warmth of did stomach it, acid. Like, it's like, it okay, it okay. Just okay. It All right. Yeah, All right. This, that's more like putting a plastic bag over your head, okay? That would be called autoerotic asphyxiation. Oh, jeez. Really? We're going to talk about that. I wasn't going to, but if you insist. No. You were the one that brought it up. Look, Heather, I won't judge you for what you're into. If Whoa, you want to talk no, about that. No. It's, hey, this is the no judgment zone. I'm trying to make you understand why. <laughs> why you're. Why a, a, a pinky would, would, why would die of Define suffocation. Define pinky. Bill, have you eaten a pinky before? Mm-mm. Who ate a pinky? No. Someone ate a pinky. I don't think here. anybody. No, ate a no, that's just wrong did. on so many levels. Did they yeah. swallow it whole or chew it? I thought they swallowed it whole. Because <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't chew a pinky. No, a oh. pinky is a baby mouse. No, yeah, really I'd do, swallow it whole. Want to go eat a pinky after this? No, just for no, fun. Oh come on, no, man, I'm that's good. gross. I swallowed a goldfish. I remember that. I've eaten know. roaches and worms. I yep. ate a uh, worm just recently. I ate a you ate a mealworm recently. one time and it got stuck and on the way oh, down yeah, you, you grabbed threw my it up. Yeah, you threw it around. He it was, was It was swanging on my uvula. Hey, he didn't want to die, man. He needs to hang on to something. And I grabbed it. He 
bit onto it with his pincers. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the running joke on YouTube. Pincers. Pincers. So those of you that don't know the pincers joke, if you've heard me say that word, we had a gentleman that worked for us. I'll tell the story about Jose. So um, I'll leave out a few details. But uh, basically, Jose came to us and um, didn't speak a lick of English. So uh, we had a translator come in, and I was like, dude, I got this. So Jose comes in. I went and I bought two English to Spanish translation dictionaries. I was like, we can do this. doesn't speak any English, but we'll give him an opportunity. So he comes in. The translator's here. I hand him a dictionary. He says some words to the translator, and she looks over to me and says, oh, he can't read either. I'm like, great. Doesn't speak a word of English. Can't read. Let's do it. So uh, he ended up working for us for about a year in the rat room, and... um, he couldn't read or write. Uh, he couldn't speak English. And when he would try to, like, read and write, he would sound it out in his head. So he would spell everything wrong, but you could tell that he was trying to just, like, sound it out. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I remember when he was labeling the buckets and uh, one of the words, I think it was trace or something like that. He mm-hmm. spelled it all crazy. But uh, he used to call pliers pincers. Mm-hmm. So whenever he needed the pliers, he'd be like, Mateo, donde es pincers? And I'd be like, Jose. Me and him would speak Spanglish to each other. I think my favorite story about Jose, at the time, our two buildings weren't connected. So to get where oh, you're no. standing... Oh, no. I'm going to tell the story. Yeah. You're going to tell this. Oh, I am. So to get where okay. you're standing right now, this was just a warehouse where we're sitting right now, where the offices are now. It was literally just storage. And you had to go out the back door, walk down a couple doors, and come back in because there was a church in between us. It was tie-dye, a church, and then our warehouse space. Now, the church left. We've since bought that out, and like we're one big space now. But back then, you had to go out the back door and walk over. So Jose needed to go to the bathroom, and someone was in the bathroom, and, you know, he's like, Mateo, and I forget what he said, but basically, I need to pee. And so I'm trying to explain to him, I'm like, Jose, go out the back door, go down two doors, go in, there's a bathroom. Dude busts open the back door, whips it out, and just pees in the parking lot. It's like 5 o'clock in the afternoon, parents and their kids are driving by, you know, ice cream man's coming around the building, and there's Jose all whipped out, peeing on the ground, and I'm like, Jose. I'm like, this is O'Fallon. <laughs> you can't pee in a parking lot. In the middle of the day in O'Fallon, but he was that's uh, that. Landon's favorite, though. Yeah, their common ground was Michael Jackson. Landon was like four years old at the time, and he would sit on the table while Jose worked, and they the would just entire, talk about like, Michael Jackson. Eight hours, they would just sit there together. <laughs> Remember when he skinned that snake? Yeah, and mm-hmm. stuffed it with bedding. Yeah, we had a dead ball python that we threw away, and he showed me how to skin it and stuff it with pine, and then he it was his mascot in there. So, <laughs> big old thumbs. Remember those thumbs? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think he had... <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for it. I think he had big toe thumbs. <laughs> All right, so um, constrictors apparently restrict the blood flow to their prey, which brings us to my favorite segment. Do you guys look forward to me saying this? Does anybody want to do it? I have the microphone right here. Who wants mm-hmm. to do the evil laugh? Not me. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Going no. once. Going twice, sold. It's your favorite part. We don't want to take it to from me. You. Yeah, ladies you, and gentlemen, live for this. boys and girls of all ages, it's time for conspiracies, theories, and mysteries. <laughs> all right. Talking about the Black Knight. Tis but a scratch. Yep. Your bloody arms off. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, Monty. I was about to say, we have a reference that Heather doesn't get. Uh-uh. Riddle me that. I said Monty Python 
they keep chopping so, off his limbs yeah, and he it was can't great. he says <laughs> So Bill, do you wanna get us started on this or Heather or Stephanie? Who wants to get us started on this? The Black Knight satellite. I've never heard of this until now. Yeah, me either. I just learned oh Give wait, us something's just, going on on it's your phone. Supposedly this satellite that's been orbiting our Earth for I guess they they think thousands of years and they think it might be extraterrestrials uh monitoring Earth. Um I don't really know. You said Nicholas Tesla. Yes, he when he was doing it. some of his experiments when he was out west doing ex- experiments with like uh, transmissions, like with radio and you know free energy for everyone and stuff like that. You can't well, have that. No, and uh, he apparently was receiving these signals, and he thought it was from another world. Um, and then some people are thinking that he was picking up these signals that this Black Knight satellite was. I guess it's just they it just continually puts signals out for like the last in a, thirteen thousand years. Yeah. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I have just a little article. How, on it. how do they know when? Yeah, how this do they know started? for thirteen thousand years it's been putting out signals? I don't know. It just says that UFO conspiracy. You know, conspiracists believe the Black Knight is an artificial uh, satellite of extraterrestrial origin, which has orbited Earth for approximately thirteen thousand years. Yeah, hmm. I know it was. Are there any photos of this satellite or anything? You know, um, I think there Mm -hmm. was. Because you can photograph a satellite from Earth with the right telescope. Yeah, and it's more, I think it it circles the Earth more on the northern hemisphere, I think. Yeah, it says more near the near polar orbit of the Earth. Okay. Okay. North or south? It doesn't say. So you got to be in the North Pole or the South Pole to see this thing. I don't think you'd be able to see it. Have you been to the East Pole? There is no East Pole. Yeah, there is. What about the West Pole? It's where the Wicked Witch of the West comes from. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, she dances on the West Pole. <laughs> down at the bottom of the hill. Larry Flint. So, this is interesting because, uh, you know, obviously when we talk about aliens, there's a lot of different like, yeah. conspiracies and whatnot. And I've even heard, you know, conspiracies that say that, um, you know, we were put here by aliens. Yeah. You know, basically they dropped the DNA or inoculated you know, Earth with the DNA, and we're just kind of a big experiment. Um, there have been conspiracies that say, in, and I know you and I differ on this, Bill, but, you know, the sun was once larger, and it shrunk back, and then it's going to expand again. And so if that happened, if that really happened, when the sun was larger, Mars would have been a habitable zone, a habitable planet for yeah. this Earth. As the sun had shrunk and burned up some fuel, then um, Mars became inhabitable because it was too cold at that point. And uh, there's conspiracies saying that basically we came here from Mars. Yeah, I've heard that before. In, in which case... Oh, that's and, creaky. <laughs> yeah, and you know, when you're talking about that, like the time it takes a star to shrink, I mean, you're talking millions of years. Yeah. So, in th- let's just say for a moment that were true, that satellite would make perfect sense. Because if we had the technology to leave Mars and come here, we obviously have the technology to drop a satellite to monitor. So, so when it expands again, our Earth is going to burn up? It'll be and... swallowed, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, as the sun runs out of fuel, it's going to expand into a red giant. It's going to swallow the Earth. Everybody's going to die, and that's going to be that. Glad we won't be around to see that. Mm-hmm. Well, I know they said in 1954 that the UFO researcher David Kehoe told newspapers that the United States Air Force had reported that two satellites orbiting Earth had been detected. But at the time, no country had the technology to launch a satellite. Yeah. So, skeptics, mm. you know, noted that he, that Kehoe had been promoting a UFO book at the time, though, and was like... Oh, so, so it was self-serving. So, yeah. 
so nothing was taken seriously at the time, though, because of his yeah. book that was being wrote. Because Sputnik, Russia was the first, basically the first satellite. Right. Yeah. And they beat yeah, us to that. And that was yes. when we, that was when we filmed our little movie with Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. And We're said, gonna Look, tell him we went to the moon. We made it to the moon. <laughs> I actually do believe we went to the moon, but I love that conspiracy. I mean, I, yeah. I think it's yeah, very viable. Yeah, because can't you see the American flag from a telescope or something? So, like that? okay, so when I was younger, when I was in high school, I worked at a place called Natural Wonders. I yes, remember I that. remember that. I was in Super in cool mall. place. Still it was worked. in the mall, and we sold, like, sciencey stuff and telescopes and rocks. Yeah. And, they had know, a saber-toothed tiger skull. We had all sorts of cool stuff. It was a reproduction, but I wanted that thing so bad. <laughs> and one of the things we had, and this was in the 90s, but they had a telescope that had something like an 18-inch aperture on it, the opening. So it was yeah. very large. And um, once a year, we would have like a little after-hours thing where we would take that telescope out to the parking lot of the mall and we'd look at stuff. And again, this is the, the later 90s, but... Um, it had like a little computer on it and it had preset coordinates that you could program in and it would find different planets and you could right. look at them. And one of the preset coordinates was the flag on the moon. Now I never actually saw it. I never, I never went to any of those But events. you had people that you knew or the, the people that they were, said yeah, that they had they seen. all talked about it. Like, yeah, we saw the yeah. flag on the moon last night. It was really cool. So you have to ask yourself, A, is the flag really there? Or B, is the con conspiracy so great that they've even gotten to telescope companies, and when you punch that in, it just has like a pre-downloaded image Could in the be. telescope that I it mean, displays. I've heard it's some possible. very damning things about NASA and the the things that they are basically basically fooling us about. You know, um, I mean, there's a bunch of different things, but um, because NASA basically was, you know, after World War II, we brought all 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 the Nazi scientists over, and Russia got some, we got more. And basically, that's where NASA started. Pro Project Paperclip. You can look that one up. Project Paperclip. Paperclip. Yep. Wow. Complete lack of originality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what should we call this project? Oh, let's shuffle around on our. Well, desk. there's oh, another look at this. one. Paperclip. Uh, it was called Project Blue Book, and that was about Cause UFOs. Because so. somebody was looking at selling their used car. I guess. <laughs> and the like, blue let's book. Let's call this a Blue Book. <laughs> yeah, we'll call this Project Kelly. Co project Blue Book. Hmm. No, I've never heard of Project Paperclip or yeah. Project Blue Book. What about Project Pen? Pen. Project Mockingbird. Are you in the Pen 15 Club? No. Do you want to be? No. He didn't. Remember when we did that to him and he didn't realize what it meant? <laughs> you learned that from us, Bill. I remember yeah. that. I remember we got Emma with it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what the Pen 15 Club is? You write Pen 15 on their hand and then you're in. Oh, Problem yeah. is sometimes okay. Pen 15 yeah. doesn't look like a 15. So... <laughs> the black Moving knight satellite on. yeah um i don't know i mean i believe in aliens personally i know Bill, you don't Bill well doesn't. i do i i believe in some i i believe we believe in the same thing but we we think they're different things you, so think, you think they're, they're aliens different. i think they're uh demonic entities that are basically interdimensional but by definition an alien is something not of this world right boom yeah because aliens. i mean if you are, say, from South America and so you he thinks all aliens come are evil. up to the North States America. without proper paperwork, you're considered an illegal alien. Well, yeah, you're an alien even if you have legal paperwork. Now you're a legal alien. Right. So an alien is somebody from a different... I don't know. It's, so, it's just such a weird word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like if I go to Europe, I'm an alien. But I come here... Because it's in, that word is in the Bible. Alien? Yeah. Yeah? It just means... Is it a book it in the Bible? The word, it just it means, can mean strange Stranger or, to a new or land. not of this world or whatever. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, stranger to a new land. You know? There you go. 
Stranger to a New Land. Yeah. Mm. That's a good. So that'd be like if we all just packed up and moved to Russia, we'd be aliens. aliens. Russia! So you don't believe in aliens, though? Like, you don't believe that there's, like, strangers to... I don't believe there are aliens, like, out of this world. I think they're interdimensional demonic spirits. I would prefer that every time you guys say Russia going forward, you roll your R. Russia. Russia! I used to say it like that. Russia. (laughs) I do a little one. I want to, I need to find like a paragraph I can read you guys that says Russia a whole bunch of times just so I can be like, Russia! Good thing I have a spit filter on here. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) I'm all wet. (laughs) From Russia! All that vodka. The motherland. That was Tito's vodka. We didn't have any hammer and sickle. My favorite vodka is hammer and sickle vodka. Literally has a hammer and sickle on it. Tastes like communism. Heather's mom said hi. Hi, Heather's mom. Hi. Hi, Heather's mom. Heather, your mom's watching. It's probably her lunch break. So, Lynn, I heard Uh-oh. that you fillet fish alive. Oh, no. no that, That's what Heather don't, said. Don't go after Heather said my you mom. you catch fish and you cut the flesh they're, off they're, of them they're while they're alive. They're mostly dead by the time we Well, yeah, because you... How are they mostly dead? Because they suffocated <laughs> being out of the water? Because you yeah. cut the flesh from their bone while they're yeah. alive. That makes people pretty oh, much hush. mostly dead. Stop. So, okay, cool. Anything else you guys want to talk about in the Black Knight satellite before we move on? Um... Bill, do you have anything I, you want to say about it? No, I, I mean, is other that where than Jeffrey just Epstein the, is the, from? the ne- Nicholas Tesla thing, and uh, him, you know, he was, he basically made, invented a lot of stuff that he didn't get credit for. Like the yeah. whole, our whole electric grid and system is basically his idea, but they said, oh, Thomas Edison did it. Um, Where's Tesla from? He was from. Sounds like a Russian name. Russia. That's what I was waiting for. He was from Eastern Europe. I think Eastern Europe. Yeah. So like Romania or Czechoslovakia or Yugoslavia or or Russia, whatever it was called back in the eighteen (laughs) hundreds. But he had this idea of, you know, direct and alternating currents and stuff, and a lot of people just back then they they said that what a kook. Yeah, you're 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 this ain't there's nothing, but he. And he ended up dying basically penniless. Yeah. Because people took advantage of him and and uh and stuff like that. Hmm. But yeah, he uh they think that he the signals that he had mentioned about being from like another world, they think that that was from the Black Knight satellite. Black yeah, and that satellite. was back in what was the year of that? Probably that like nineteen eighteen ninety nine. Okay. I was going to say around 1900. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Tell me you like my hat. It says the origin of the Black Knight legend is often retrospectively dated back to natural extraterrestrial repeating sources. Supposedly heard during the 1899 radio experiments of Nikola Nikola Tesla Tesla, and long delayed echoes first heard by amateur radio operator Jorgen Halls in Oslo, Norway in 1928. Oslo. Norway, which is near Russia. Not close. Not even close. <laughs> I mean, it's near Russia, much it's, in the way that we're near Belize. Kind of. Like, as the crow flies, maybe. As a pterodactyl It's closer flies. to Russia than we are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Do you know why you can't hear a pterodactyl pee? Because they pee underwater. Because the pee is silent. <laughs> the pee is silent. <laughs> I'm mad. And I'm hilarious. And I'm the funniest guy I know. Yes, that is true. (laughs) 
All right, cool. Well, let's move on from the Black Knight satellite. I think we have effectively solved that conspiracy, and we now know the truth. The they truth have is that satellite tours that you can fly up there. And the truth is that Russia is here forth spoken with a rolling R. Okay. Mark my words. I used to say roaches that way too. So, we have a comment coming on Facebook that says, "I need to put a little more gusto when I say Russia." <laughs> that was from your mom. Oh my gosh. She's Russian. Is your mom Russian? No. No. What nationality is your? What nationality are you, Heather? French and German. Hmm. I'm German. On both sides. Really? Yeah. Double the French, double the German, double the Russian. All right. <laughs> okay, let's move on to our game. Heather has a game for us. Okay, Heather, so, what's going on? So today is a holiday. Today's a holiday? It is. It is Earth Day. It's 422. <laughs> what happened to 420? It was two days ago. I know. All right, so we're going to have an Earth Day today quiz. Today is Earth Day? Yeah. Yes. We're going huh. er, to have an Earth Day quiz. An Earth Day quiz. See how well you know, know the Earth. Was, I knew today was Earth Day. Every day is Earth Day. All right. More than half of the breathable ox- oxygen in the world comes from where? No, not from farts. <laughs> That's methane. Okay, the, your choices are forests, clouds, the ocean, and flowering plants. I'm going to say forests. I'll say ocean. Forests. Bill is right. What? It's, it's oceans. Wait, oxygen comes from the ocean? How? How does oxygen come from water? And why do they say plant more trees? Is it because it's Cause, H2O? Well, I mean, the trees definitely help. Every time the, yeah. the wave yeah. breaks, yep. the O's. Okay, Okay, we'll go into this. How Your much? Your mom even guessed trees. Your mom. Oh, Who's okay. Mom? Your mom. Hey, I Your thought mom. it was. Her mom. I thought it was forced too. Did it say why the air comes from the water that we breathe? I'm not. <laughs> well, think about it. Think about Damn. fish. What do they breathe? Air. They breathe oxygen. Where's it's found in water? Think what was the it. question? Can you repeat the question? It says it... more than half of the breathable oxygen in the world comes from where? Okay, see, that was misleading, Heather. You have misled me. <laughs> okay. I understand, though. That makes sense. There's a lot okay. of water on the planet. Okay. Okay. How 70%? much of the world's oxygen is produced by just the Amazon rainforest? 1%, 5%, 10%, or 20%? I'm going 20. That's what I would go, 20. What were the answers? Are the yeah. 1, options? 5, 10, or 20. The Amazon rainforest. Uh, well, I can't do the same as them, so yeah, I'll can. say 10. <laughs> You should have went with them. Should have went with us. Twenty percent. Should have followed the crowd. I can't go with the boys. Stephanie. Well, if it's if you think it's right, I mean, you know, it's like they say, stick with your first choice on multiple choice. All right, who founded Earth Day? Theodore Roosevelt. Nicola Earth. Ralph Nader, James Hansen, or Gaylord Nelson. Hansen, you hear that? Yeah, Hansen. Mbop played on my. Running playlist today. I was so excited. Yeah, it made me run faster. I listened to Dyer's Eve on Metallica. I was th- I was pumping my fist on my run. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, did everyone hear this? They're, they've gone off 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 topic. So, um, what was the question? Who invented invented Earth Day? I'm yeah. going with Nicola the, Earth. No, Theodore Roosevelt, Theodore Ralph Earth. Nader, Ralph James Earth. Hansen, or Gaylord Nelson. Say Ralph Nader. Yeah, I have no idea, but for sure. I'm shits, gonna go. Oh, you go. I was gonna say Ralph Nader. Okay, I'm gonna go with Gaylord. Stephanie's right. It's Gaylord <laughs> Nelson. Just, <laughs> Gaylord. I love it. It's my favorite Who had name named the their kid Gaylord? I don't know. Um, I, it's... Somebody that wanted their kid to be a badass. <laughs> was he, uh, was you're going to get a... picked on and beat up your whole entire life because your parents gave you a f- He was a, a warrior. Name. All right. 
All right, here's one that you probably won't get. I don't think we've gotten see. any of these. Yeah, a few of you gotten some. Yeah. Okay. Bill's gotten like two of them right so far. Yeah, you get one. What is the largest organism on Earth? Pan- Tapeworm. Pando aspen <laughs> clone, giant sequoia, blue oh. whale, sperm whale. Well, it's either the blue whale or the sequoia. Yeah. I'm going with the sequoia. Wait a minute. The largest organism? Pando aspen clone. What giant- is that? What's a pando aspen clone? I'm going with tapeworm, first choice, final I'm answer. going with pandoascum clone or whatever it's called. I, okay. There's a, <laughs> Just I don't know what a it big, is. like, basically it's a mushroom. It's like mushroom, over mushroom. Two, it's like over 2,000 something square <clears throat> miles or about. something. But I, I don't know what that would be. I thought, if you I don't, eat it, you get bigger. And, uh, psilocybin. I'll go with the. I hope it's not a the, psilocybin mushroom. The first one. Okay, so they're right. It is panda. It wasn't a tapeworm. So the pando aspen clone is a bunch of trees that are all connected in one root system. That's cheating. That's like and people it's basically holding it's, it's like the fungus that you the mycelium. know makes them communicate. So I have there, a book there's called a documentary. Mycelium running, and it's about that. It's about the fungus yeah. communicating basically through the yeah. forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, trees actually communicate with each other. They communicate with their their children. Um, yeah, there's a. There's a documentary. It's really cool. It's called, called what? Ents. It's called what plants talk about. It's yeah, they very very interesting. Just finished saying good morning. Yeah. All Anyone? right. Run on. Run on forty minutes. Do you want one more question or two? two? How about three? I'll oh. give us two. Okay. Which land-based ecosystem holds the most biodiversity, like the concentration of plants and animals? Tapeworm. Tropical forests, African savanna, South Pacific islands, or coral reefs. Coral reef. Tapeworm. African savanna. What was the first one? Rainforest? Tro- tropical Tropic rainforest, rain. African savanna, South Pacific islands, coral reef. I'll go with the first choice. And the right answer is tapeworm. What did you say? African savanna. Okay. She's right. It was tropical rainforest. So. Hmm. Aren't you lucky? <laughs> You guys are so silly. All right, let's let's do one last one. One last one. All right, I'm trying to find a good one. Okay, which country is home to the greatest bio biodiversity of plants and animals? Costa Rica, Brazil, China, or Ecuador? I'd say Brazil. Man, uh, yeah, mm. it's either there or Costa Rica. I'm gonna go with Costa Rica. She's giving me the look. It's Brazil. I know it. I know I'm right. What do you say? Um, what do you say, Steph? Tapeworm. I'm thinking Costa Rica. I'm thinking of the tapeworm. Matt was right. It's Brazil. <gasps> Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Small here. <sighs> Crowd goes wild. And that concludes <sighs> our our Earth Day quiz. <sighs> what are you guys going to do for Earth Day today? You going to go plant a tree? Uh, you going to go on a walk? Go dump a barrel of oil onto a nest of ducklings. Well, if it's not raining, I'll take my dog for a walk. But I have a feeling it's going to be or going to be. It's going to rain this evening. Six o'clock. It's supposed to start. Do you want a Bloody Mary, Heather? No, I'm not going to drink a not eat. I said eat. Yeah, it's drink. basically a meal. It's a drink, salad though. and a drink. It's so good though, especially so if you have good. olives and pickles and oh, artichoke oh. hearts. Oh my! And Ew. All of that. In oh there. no! What? That's gross. Heather. We're going to have a Bloody Mary bar set up here tomorrow at Tie-Dye. If anybody wants a Bloody Mary bar at Tie-Dye, comment below on Facebook, and uh, 
Stephanie will make it happen. Yeah, we will. Tomorrow, I'm Thursday. all about Bloody Mary Thursday. Bars. It's pretty busy up here tomorrow. We have deliveries coming tomorrow. We'll do it Friday. Yeah, we'll do it on Bloody Mary Day. All right, guys. So thank you for joining us for yet another podcast. We are 38 episodes in. It's pretty awesome. So 38 weeks in on the podcast. It's come a long way since our very first one. Welcome back, Mitch. Mitch! Mitchell! Mitchell Davis. So good to see you. <laughs> Do you see Mitch on there? No. Oh. Because it's small. We can't see Mitch. <laughs> Do you hear that, Mitch? It's small. No, no. Story of Mitch's I can't life. Read. I can't read the Ain't text. Ain't the first time Mitch has heard that. <laughs> Matt, you're the one saying it. So Mitch goes all day hearing that. So, Mitch, it's okay, buddy. You're still my friend. Small or not. All right, guys. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap up. You can find our podcast everywhere. Obviously, you can watch it on Facebook Live, um, which we do when we record. Otherwise, it is released on Thursdays. So today is Wednesday, April the 22nd. If you're listening to us on your podcast app, we have traveled through time, and it is now Thursday, April the 23rd. You can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, YouTube, Spotify, and one day we will be on Pandora when we are up to par to Pandora's standards, which we are clearly not at this moment. It's because of quarantine. It's because of coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's because of coronavirus. Can we respond to reviews online yet, or is that still shut down? Do you know? Uh, on Google, it's still shut down. So, get this. We can't respond to Google reviews because of coronavirus. And they are not letting people review. So, nobody's yeah. sending in reviews. Because posting a digital review puts you at risk of coronavirus. I know. It's stupid. Fucking Google. They just don't want a business that's closed to get, to get, a, bad get a bad review for being closed because they were forced to be closed. Or they're probably. using coronavirus as a scapegoat to be lazy and oh, yeah, I mean, not have to review reviews. Just yeah, a thought. but it's like, or well, you could have like a restaurant that's only open like four hours a day, and now they're getting bad reviews yeah. because they weren't open. You know what I think about that? Or maybe they aren't giving serving beer. This lights up when it something. farts. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I've what have you been you looking that. at? Yeah. I look at Bill when I fart. You ready? See, I make eye contact. <laughs> I won't even break it. All right, guys. We'll go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you for joining us. I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. <laughs> Drinking his mouth. <laughs> Sorry, I was... He's like mid-swallowed. I'm Heather. And I'm Stephanie. And you just listened to Tide Out Iguana's official podcast, TDI Live. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Tie-Dyed Iguana's podcast, TDI Live. And don't forget to visit us on the web at www.thetdi.com.